Well, welcome back to Tales of Southwest Michigan's Past. I am your host, Michael Delaware, and today I've got a special guest with me. She is the manager of the Courthouse Square Museum, and she's been in this capacity for over 20 years. The museum's located in Charlotte, Michigan, and it's principally run by volunteers. And if you've ever driven through Charlotte, it is a beautiful red brick building in the downtown area. And so we're going to talk about the museum and the history of that area today. So I'm very excited to introduce to you Julie Kimmer. Welcome on the show, Julie. Thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity to be here. Well, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you came to be involved in the Courthouse Museum. Um, Like I said, I had worked here just over 20 years. I lived about two blocks from this museum and have always been interested in history. Um, I worked at General Motors for a number of years and after a couple of kids decided, you know, those kinds of hours didn't work for my family, started coming down here and volunteering a tiny bit. And so then kind of entered as an office manager for a little while. And then over 20 years, it just kind of, I ended up being one of the last men standing as far as the man. <laughs> so, well, could you tell us a little bit about how the museum was established and maybe some of the history of the building itself? Yes, the, the county used this individual courthouse until 1976. At that time, there were some community, um, you know, concern about what was going to happen to this square. The, the building really wasn't fitting the county's needs anymore, the, um, accessibility issues. They had really outgrown the space and size of it. They had rented many spaces downtown in addition. So the county decided to build a new unit about a mile north from us. Um, just uh, just off the beaten path, kind of off Cochrane as well. But they also didn't want to see this building fall into disrepair. And there were a lot of community members that were very interested in its preservation and taking care of it too, because it really is the center of town square. So they provided some funds. They created at that point the Historical Commission, which was a group of, again, volunteers that were very interested in the preservation of not only the building, but history in downtown Charlotte. And that was when the CETA workers, if, if you remember that program, when you, um, they were by and large young people, um, employment was kind of difficult to get your unemployment, you volunteered. And those folks were really the first brigade that, that you know, stripped floors and stripped shutters and repainted and started working on the restoration as early as 1976 of this building. Wow. And I was reading on the website that the building was built in 1883. It's yep. The cornerstone was laid July fourth, eighteen eighty-three. Two-ton cornerstone, um, sandstone in the front or in the very front corner, the east northeast corner of the building. Still, obviously, they're proudly today. And it, and it had a tragic fire like ten years after it had been constructed yeah. and gutted the inside. Actually, eleven years to the very day on July fourth. Again, um, it's not really suspected that fireworks were the cause because fireworks at that time at least weren't very airborne, and this the fire started high up in the building it appeared it started up in the tower they think it had actually more to do with some um, refurbishing some painting um, some finishing of woodwork and potentially with some you know rags or something that had gotten some sunlight on them but yes the building the entire center of the building uh, burned so the tower fell all the way down in through the bait what's the basement we have basically a large crawl space under the building but the entire center um, was lost that was very There were lots and lots of beautiful murals painted on the walls. Um, the county had just built the building, you know, uh, had completed it. 
to an enormous amount of money. Insurance wasn't exactly like you have today. I mean, they did have insurance, uh, but it, it certainly didn't, wasn't able to restore the building entirely back intact. The murals were never replaced, et cetera. It, now one thing about it though was in some way kind of a blessing. Our tower was rebuilt with iron. And I, wow. um, as opposed to original wood, which you know some of it still is wood, but an awful lot of it was replaced with metal. And we had a, a architectural study just a few years ago, and most of it is straight and solid as it was the day it was rebuilt. So that has been a real blessing to, um, you know, to the structure for sure. Well, and I also saw on the website that the original courthouse that was in 1845 is still standing on that site. Well, is it, that correct? It stood on this, not on this site, but it stood on this site. It was used until about 1969, I believe. It, or 1869, excuse me. Yes, it was built in 1845, used about till 1869. And it, we actually, it, it moved across the street. It was used as a livery station. It was used as a blacksmith shop. It was used for many different things. It moved four times. Its last final use was someone's garage. So um, a group called Historic Charlotte Incorporated um, in 83, I believe, purchased back that building and then paid to have it moved. And it, so it sits just before the Battle Creek, actually in Bennett Park. We do actually own that building. So it is oh. from 1845. Most people, when they look at it, think of it as a white church. It's used an awful lot for private events, a lot of weddings, family reunions, um, graduation parties. Um, it's a beautiful little white, or it's not that little, it's 24 by 42 feet, little white structure. Um, and actually, we are going to be doing some fairly major refurbishing of the outside of it this year. It, being from 1845, it needs some constant love and sitting in the park, the squirrels kind of tend to chew on that old wood. So we <laughs> I know exactly what, I know I've walked right by there because I've gone to Bennett Park and I've, I saw that. I thought it was a church when I first saw it too. Yep, That it, is it, amazing. Yeah. So that's the original courthouse building. Wow. Eaton County is very lucky in that we have the, our 1845 or 1860 or 1885, and then our 1976 courthouse. They're a little bit off of Cochrane, but we kind of all sit on the same road virtually even. Wow, that's interesting. And then there's the, also the 1873 sheriff's residence. Is that? Yep, that makes that, part of the square. So those three structures, actually, Courthouse Square Association owns that structure as well. And it was a part of this complex, the 1973 sheriff or 1873 sheriff's residence. The sheriff occupied the front. The, um, there were a couple of cells upstairs for women, and then the actual main part of the jail was attached to the back. That had been, the original one was on there. It had been replaced a couple of times with larger facilities. Um, it actually stayed until the early 80s. Then the county, when they were building their county complex, the entire jail complex went out there. And then that building we used, we actually have it all entirely rented for office space. But we we have done quite a bit of restoration and are be doing quite a bit of paint on the outside of that building as well. It's, um, it's a does, does it have the same the jail cells and that sort of thing set up in there? Or? No, it only the attic does still have some original structure to it, and we've actually done you know some cleaning up and and kind of um, making that a little bit more of an occupiable space. But um, but no, we haven't. Uh, it it the jail has been long since gone. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So what kind of exhibits can they expect to find when they tour the uh, Courthouse Museum when people oh, come in yeah. from all over Michigan? <laughs> yeah, the Michigan or the museum is very much a mix of some original spaces. We uh, the courtroom, the circuit courtroom is 
very much restored um, back to what it probably looked a lot like when it was first originally built. Um, things had to be replaced. The chandeliers were replaced by a couple of generous donors, a school teacher and a bus driver. And um, wow. we had some stenciling done, but the, the circuit courtroom itself is, is restored. We have a law library that has the original books, um, looks very much like the original law library would have been used. We have a judge's chamber. Um, that is beautiful, probably one of the prettiest spots in the building. Um, and of course, the circuit court judge would have been one of the few people that had his own space and his own restroom even in the building and a wow. dressing room as well. Um, and then we have a mix of others. We have a, a one-room schoolhouse room, which, you know, there obviously wouldn't have been a one-room schoolhouse in this building, but uh, we have that structure, we have that that's really popular with the kids and history camp and um, and done with some wonderful old pictures of one-room schoolhouses. We have a restored area kitchen. We have currently have an exhibit about the Wilcox Gay Corporation, which was a large employer and well-thought-of employer in our community. We have wow. Torian parlors. So the circuit courtroom is often used for weddings. People rent the building. You can rent the entire building if you'd like people to be able to enjoy your exhibits uh, for weddings. And we have one in early this June. Um, and then the, the Victorian parlor, which is just a beautiful, you know, original furnishings um, is where the bride gets ready. Then we have a lobby where the groom would get ready. They don't seem to be as, as caring about it being as quite as beautifully appointed. <laughs> but um, <laughs> grooms are not as picky about that. But, um, and so we have a beautiful parlor up there on the, that's on our third floor. On our second floor, we have a very large military room. It is very much, Everything in it is from Eaton County uh, people who served in the military here in, um, you know, from the Eaton County wide. And so wow. all was donated in there. We have everything from, you know, beautiful original uh, medals received and uniforms to uniforms that have been donated for uh, students to be able to try on and see exactly how itchy a wool coat would have been that weighed 30 pounds, you know. From wow. So we have a real unique mix in our military room. Uh, we have a, a medical exhibit that's everything from items from the sanitarium to early medical treatments to dental treatments in the building. Um, we have a huge medical collection. We've had an awful lot of doctor's office gift us things. And then the sanitarium sat one block down the street from us. So we've, we've purposely collected quite a few things that would have been from that area. Um, we have a children's room, which is kind of an activities room, hands-on, everything is hands-on, everything from what we call Charlotte's Closet, where the kids can try on dress-up clothes to try a washing machine or a sewing wow. machine. Uh, and then we also currently have, um, in our temporary exhibit space, we have a square dancing exhibit, which is fun, complete with music and a collar and some wonderful uh, square dancing outfits that were just donated by a 99-year-old woman. Uh, Tressie Hotchkiss that recently passed in our area. So, wow, that sounds like a great time for kids when they come to a museum. Very interactive. It it is, and I, you know, kids. We want, we need children to love history. We need children to appreciate it. So we want them to be able to enjoy themselves uh, when we're here. Our second floor uniquely also has an award-winning uh, Kodiak bear that was shot by Bob Munger. Uh, we have a, a Munger hardware display, and that was very uh, popular and iconic, and a lot of people remember going in there when they were kids. You had to walk by the Munger Bear to get into the Munger hardware store, scared the daylights out of you. So um, people come in often, and the bear gets dressed for special occasions and events, obviously, and uh, 
but there's a Munger hardware display. We have uh, Frank's Party Store, which would be part of the Spagnolo's family. We have the beautiful brass cash register from that. So we've, we've, the, really, this museum is supported and centers on Eaton County history and you know local families that have donated things to us that are a part of our local history. Yeah, Bob Munger was a good friend of uh, Fred Bear, right? The, right, uh, the right. archer. Yep. And I went to the uh, Maple Hill Cemetery tour last year, and they they had a, a presentation with him. One of the reenactors was doing Bob Munger. Yeah. I ended up buying the book, um, Trail of a Bear, and I'm in the middle of reading it right now. It's a great it is. ripping tale of adventures out in the wild. My goodness. They shared with us the scrapbook that they used to make that, which has an awful lot of more, uh, an awful lot of stories that are funny. Those those gentlemen played jokes on each other constantly and some hilarious. Oh, they're things. hilarious. I mean, they just had such a wonderful sense of humor. They did. They very much. <laughs> they, they were constantly pranking each other. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, really were. Yeah. So is there other uh, stories about the community that maybe connect with the museum? Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are always looking for the, when they come in, they want to hear stories that happen in the courthouse. And being a courthouse running for so many years, obviously there were some, you know, horrific murder trials. There was one even when the 1845 courthouse sat here that was probably one of the most egregious. The, a young woman who had just recently, I mean, within days had lost her baby and her husband died. She was convicted of poisoning him. Um, 30 years later, she had been in the Jackson prison all these years. The next door neighbor admitted to doing it. Um, oh, wow. So I, yeah, I mean, that was one of the very early ones, and that actually took place when the 1845 courthouse sat here. There are many others. There's even some humorous ones. I mean, I guess if you want to call it humorous. Uh, we, there, the circuit courtroom has what, the center of the building has what's called a well hole. Um, it was by design from Gibbs, and it's, you know, it's a really unique feature from the building, and the idea of it is that you could look all the way up to, we still have a restored, beautiful stained glass ceiling that is backlit, like it, not the way it would have originally been with gasoliers, but it's back with, backlit with LEDs. But that well hole is many feet up into the air. And there was a gentleman that lost a, a court trial, owed quite a bit of money, came out of the, ran out of the courtroom and jumped over the railing. I don't know where he was going. He fell, obviously broke both of his legs, many feet to the, you know, to the ground, 20 something feet, I'm sure. And, um, you know, crawled, his, tried to crawl his way out. I'm not sure exactly again where he was going. You know, lots of other funny stories. Kids, we have a huge tele- or a huge flagpole. Kids climbing up the flagpole, and people having to get some special equipment to retrieve them. I'm sure that was a, you know, a prank or a something from high school. But lots of other fun stories, and then some less ones. Obviously, being a courthouse, but yeah, been the center of town for a lot of years. Great. Well, so what are some of the events that you have coming up, maybe at the museum this year? that people should know about. Yeah, we try to stay busy. We try to be a combination of a museum and a community center. We do have awful lot of events this year. Um, we start in June or pretty early in, well, first of actually, what am I saying? In May 12th is our first event, and this is a brand new one, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It is Night at the Museum, kind of fashioned after the movie. You'll be, and characters and history will come alive like it does in the movie, although it will be a little bit more Eaton County history as opposed to um, just or national history. So we have some real surprises in store, including, you know, some of the larger characters that chase bones from the movie, if you're familiar with that at all. Um, <laughs> so there'll be some interesting characters here. That is um, on May 12th, 6.30 to 9 o'clock. And 
Um, tickets are available on our website for that, but again, it's a brand new one this year. It seems to have a lot of interest. We've sold quite a few tickets already. We, the next thing we'll do in June is we have a, um, several groups use our lawn. The teen center has a craft show in Celebrate Charlotte is a big part of our lawn and uh, Father's Day weekend. Then we have concert series every Thursday night, all of June and July. We have Flames and Dames, which perform on Friday nights um, during the summertime. And that's uh, like a flaming hula hoop um, artist show. It's really neat with live music as well. We have um, all kinds of additional private rental. The high school even comes over here on senior day and has a big hot dog dinner um, for celebrating their very final day as they take a tour of the other uh, buildings. We have an oddities festival on Labor Day weekend, the Saturday of Labor Day weekend. We have a haunted courthouse the weekend before Halloween. We have <laughs> um, ghost hunts the end of September. Those are always quite popular and sell out. Those are hosted by the original Motor City Ghost Hunters. Uh, then we traverse into Christmas and we have, you typically have a performance. Last year we had three performances of the Nutcracker in the building. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful setting for the Nutcracker. We have, of course, we have a lighted Christmas parade. And so Santa arrives, you can see, uh, you can get your family pictures taken with Santa Claus in a beautiful setting. Um, we have drawn wagon rides available with that as well. That's an awful lot of fun. And Santa usually lights the, crisp, the city Christmas tree and uh, sing along and a band shows up, everything outside. So, um, you know, along with your traditional Memorial Day parade, which is an honor, of course, for us, they always have the event out here on the lawn in front of our military memorials. So um, try to stay as busy as we can. Oh, that's great. So they can find out about this at what, csamuseum.net? Is there a calendar on there yeah. for them? Yeah, there's Fabulous. on there. We also have a uh, Facebook. We update. It's a little bit easier for us to, you know, throw something in if it gets added in last minute on our Facebook page. And it's, it's Eaton County's Museum at Courthouse Square. Wow, that's great. Those are like a wonderful mix of events at different times of the year. I think and some of those are annual events, right? Yes, many of our annual events. I think there's 56 things on the summer calendar this year. So, um, yeah, I, it should be, we it, we hope to be very busy. And, and uh, some of those events we've been able to hold a little bit in smaller scale during the pandemic, but some of them will, we hope to come rear and back this year when we can really be hopefully open and, and more available. Great. And they can also donate to the museum on the website if they they want to support the work you're doing there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Well, this has been a fabulous uh, tour. I really enjoyed talking with you this morning. Thank and you. I'm definitely going to have to come out and do a personal visit myself. I've driven by there many times. Yeah. And I've just never had time to stop. So I want to yeah. definitely we're make open. a tour. Yeah, we're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 4. I know that seems a little bit odd for museum hours, but we've tried weekends. It, it, we just are not, of course, we're, we, we're open weekends for all those special events I mentioned, which does turn out to be a great portion of the summer. Um, and then we're always interested in, I mean, we have class reunions here or other things, or even just a family um, gathering that want to come in as a tour. And, and we're welcome to, we're happy to accommodate that classrooms. Um, we have a history camp in the summertime, so we're happy to accommodate uh, you know, kids groups as well. We often have a lot of third grade, they learn about local history in third grade. So, you know, if, if you don't see something that works for you on our website, get a hold of us and I'm sure we can work something out. That's fabulous. 
Well, thank you for joining me today, Julie. It's been a wonderful uh, tour through some of the history of the Charlotte area and the Courthouse Square Museum. If you like today's uh, podcast episode, everybody, please take a moment to leave a review on whatever app you're listening on. And certainly join me again in the future for our next journey into Southwest Michigan's past. Thanks for joining me today.